Speak Between the Lines podcast. The shit that's uncool to talk about, we make cool to listen to. Niggas hey. hey. forgot about Nip yet. Is it what? Yeah, niggas, they haven't got. They haven't forgotten about Nip yet. Nah, nah. Yeah. I see. I see lots of Nip uh, posts on IG and people's stories. So yeah, yeah. Because then the people who are in uh, LA and his birthday just passed. Yeah, man. What, what was his birthday? Um, I saw it on my IG feed. I think it was a couple days ago. I'm trying not to sniff in the microphone. Yeah, I think. Sure. Yeah. Was, was that loud? <laughs> <laughs> my bad. <laughs> oh my gosh. I mean, you know, I, I'm trying to make sure that like the, the room stays cool, I guess, because my room can get it can get hot. Like this room can get hotter than mm, yeah. on the second floor. Yeah. So I just want to make sure that everybody's comfortable. I got you. I appreciate that. Yeah, but even though it, it's at the sacrifice of my own health <coughs> and mine. Well, you don't like you don't like the cold weather. Oh, dude, I'm like a hundred. Well, okay, I'm, I'm heavier now. I'm about to say you're good now, right? But I mean, I'm still not built for hibernation. You're almost there. <laughs> that was tough. That was tough. <laughs> hey man, Rock started early, man. That was tough. That was my shot. That was This is safe. Rock started early. Roger's happy somebody in the heavyweight room with him. You know what I'm saying? Man, both of y'all, y'all both y'all in class now. Man, it's rough being the only, only heavyweight on the podcast. Uh, <laughs> no, I got your back, dog. I'm supporting. I appreciate that, man. Yeah, y'all got that. I'm I came through for you. I can't wait for you, bud. Yeah, man. What? You know what hey, podcast hey, mates. That's, that's what podcast mates are for. Yeah, dude. We've been sitting on the same couch for two years. It's bound to happen. Exactly. <laughs> I feel sorry for this couch. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all, please don't turn up my shit. <laughs> oh, Lord. Oh, man. Right, I guess man. we do have a job to do. All right, man. We do, yes. Uh, Speak Between the Lines podcast, episode 80. Eight it's your boy, Young Rez. Join with J Rock. King Gabriel Sid signing in. Yes. They have 80 episodes, right? Hey. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Hey. Nipsey telling you what hey. we did to get to 80. Man, been grinding, dog. Man, grind. motherfucking grind. You hear me? Hardcore. Dog. You know, because I know every milestone will say, like, oh, 10 episodes, man. You know, such and such consistency and all that stuff. And then we got to 20 and then right. 40. You know, we kind of had that same talk. No, this is actually a grind. Like, 80 episodes is not. Nah, it's not, it's easy, not easy at all. Yeah, yeah. Hell no. Stop being fun around. <laughs> <laughs> Stop being fun around what? Repo uh, man. Like around Lovers 50. and friends? <laughs> Yo, <laughs> episode 12. No, um, shit. Nah, it's still fun. He's still fun. <laughs> Boy, he lied. Y'all not having fun? Nobody's no, having fun it's anymore. It's work now. Should we, should we quit? Yeah, why not? Quit while we're, while we're behind? While we're, yeah, behind it's, still. It's an even number to quit on. It is an even number. It is you got, if you're going to quit, you got to quit on an even number. Alright y'all nice, So nice round number. season finale of Speak Between the Lines yeah, Episode man. 80 Yeah man We had a good run We did We appreciate y'all Thanks That is kind of fucked up like, We were going for like a <laughs> month We, we, we took a break back, <laughs> Came back to retire And then we're done hey. episodes Hey y'all these four episodes was hell and Shit yeah, man, These niggas are Andrew Lux a podcast <laughs> <laughs> Man you know what It was funny that y'all mentioned that Because my homeboy Quay Um 
you know, we drop episodes on Wednesday. We try to Wednesday morning. And yeah. Like when the episode, when last week's episode didn't come out Wednesday Rock. morning. No, nah, I dropped his hand like, oh, but Clay was on my neck. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. He was like, man, two weeks in, y'all already bullshit. It was like, bro, it's still Wednesday. Like, we can still drop the episode. You know what I'm saying? It was, it was out morning. before midnight. Yeah. CP time. I, CP no, it was like, it, was out, it was even, it was like it was out like by seven o'clock by Wednesday. Yeah. That's yeah. Not bad. It's better you, than our Thursday drops. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It could have been Thursday. It could have been Thursday. It or was Friday. almost Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> Only five hours away. Depending on what time zone you <laughs> Hell yeah, man. So um, yeah, I thought that was funny. But yeah, man, you gotta give people some time, which is it's, it's actually cool because that that last episode for you to get it out still on Wednesday that, that was, was a impressive. tough episode. To epi- a tough episode to edit, man. That yeah, was it sounded work. really really good. Oh yeah, wait, man. wait. They they're thinking that the last episode was. Last, 79. Yeah. We're talking uh, about 78. Yeah, we're talking about 78. 78. Uh, yeah. Yeah. 79 was all right. No, 78 was a tough one. Yeah, that was a tough one. That was, was a smoke goes both ways. Smoke goes both ways. Yeah. 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 That was a tough edit. But you did it smoothly and yeah, it sounded did. great. Like you couldn't even tell it was a trash episode. Yeah, man. Man. They yeah. got through the whole thing. Like, oh, this is pretty good. Nah, y'all don't understand. Yeah, man. Exactly. It's <laughs> exactly. a lot of stuff on the on the cut room floor. Yeah. <laughs> A lot. <laughs> okay, cool. So, damn, my bro. I think my heart is going to fall out my chest. You know, yeah. it's not my heart. Though. You've been That's holding your chest for a minute. Do we well, need to stop and take you to the hospital? No, nah, you shouldn't. Um, nah, it's fine. It's not my heart. It's like I think my esophagus is inflamed. So, like I, I feel it. Mm-hmm. But it's not mm-hmm. my heart though. It's like, it's like a kind of like a discomfort. Mm. It's not like no pressure or anything. I don't feel like no elephant on my chest, no shit like that. So I'm not having a heart attack or nothing. It's just like it's weird. Mm. I think it, I don't know if it was the moonshine that my brother-in-law bought this weekend. They kind of got stuck mm. and kind of like you know touched that area a little bit too long. But yeah, it's kind of weird. It's like reflux almost, but not reflux at the same time. Yeah, yeah. You ain't got nothing that can break that up. I don't know what. I mean, Tums? if it's if it's inflamed, then it's like it's it just needs to heal. You know what I mean? I would think. I don't know. Yeah, just that with from spicy food stuff like that. Yeah, like the hot wings I just like had. The hot yeah. wings he and just oh and, and the pizza we just had. All that grease we yeah, just had. Stay away from that. Yeah, the alcohol I had yesterday. <sighs> yeah, I, I, you're right. I think I'm going to start watering salad from for at least for a week. They mm. say it's going to take like a few weeks for it to go away, and it just started. So mm. if it's not one thing, it's another. Like my finger is. Practically healed, to be honest with you. That's a long recovery time. Man, it was. He was wearing that at the wedding. That was a month ago. Yeah. So mm. it's it's, it's kind of almost there a little mm-hmm. bit. I just mm-hmm. need to do some. Put that back on. Look, look, <laughs> no, look. I want to look at it. No, it's, look. Uh uh-uh. uh. I'm not doing it. <laughs> Jerry, look no, at it. I'm not Jerry, doing it. It's right. It's, it's right. not it's straight. Disgusting. It's not straight. No, it's not straight. Put it back up. Sure, no, it's, it's put put the patch on. It no. was worse. Y'all should have seen when I first did it. I don't want to. I should have took a picture of it. No, you shouldn't have. I should have. We could have used that as the uh, as the thumbnail. Yeah, the thumbnail. <laughs> the thumbnail. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, oh man. Okay. Awkward transition. Yes. <laughs> That's what you got to do. You got to like when nothing's happening. You just got to throw a laugh out to kill the dead air. I mean, but, he, but then like, like he literally can't. He can't laugh. I can't. Oh, that's right. That's yeah, right. Yeah, it's gonna hurt. Okay. No, we're good though. I'm All fine. Right. All right. When's the last? Yes, yeah, because this episode was supposed to be a short. Yeah, short. Dubs and nails. <laughs> Move on. Yeah, go ahead. Snicker. All right. Wins and losses. Dubs and nails. Established. So, this week I got a loss. Okay. Mm. I've been trying to find this spicy chicken sandwich 
for a oh, week and a half now. Man, sold out. Mm. You can't, man. Sold out by you. I, by me, I tried Raleigh. I didn't try, went to Addison. I didn't went to Richardson. You tried to win out here? I mm, I haven't tried to win out here yet. Oh. Is it when I hear the plug? I don't know. I haven't, I haven't been. I don't know yet. Apparently, it's know. not even that good. My wife tried one. She said. How did she get it? She just went up Really? To yeah. Your wife said it's not good? Yeah. She That's said, the first she, time. She said it was all right. Like, it's not a match for what Chick-fil-A is doing. Like, she was like, I don't see why this is a debate. Like, this isn't even close. Really? That's yeah. the first person I've ever heard say that. The first person. I got to try it. You know, a lot, a lot of stuff on social media is like hype. You know, and it's exaggerated. Like, the whole beef and all that stuff. Maybe it's not all that, but. Let me find out Popeye's is behind the machine. Man. Behind yeah. the what machine? The marketing machine to hype this up. To make this a contest, man. Well, you know there was that whole, there was that whole uh, beef on Twitter with like Wendy's versus well, was, Popeyes. Popeyes versus, was clapping hard at people. Yeah. Oh wait, when the chicken that. sandwich came out. Yeah, that's that's what started this whole. Okay, thing. Okay, so catch me up. What happened? All right, so when the chicken sandwich first came out, um, you know Popeyes of course put it you know on their Twitter page, but then all the restaurants started kind of going at each other. And like that gained steam, and people started retweeting it, and wow. it just went viral. Yeah, it was I like, I see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I guess from there, people were like, okay, well, let's try the sandwich. And then, like, of course, you know, if something's funny, people kind of just bite off of it and keep going, keep it going. So yeah, everybody kinda, had a whole bunch of reaction videos. Yeah, reaction videos, memes, Chick Fil A nice. versus Popeyes. But yeah, it was like a, it was like a whole thing. And Wendy's is always catch. Wendy's is the one Twitter handle. I don't know who's over their their social media, but they're hilarious. They're always starting beef with other restaurants, and it was just funny just seeing that, like Popeyes and and uh, Wendy's kind of go at it a little bit. That's dope. Man, you know what's funny? They're selling these on eBay. They're selling Stop chicken sandwiches on playing. eBay. Yo, it's on okay. eBay right now. All right, all right, everybody relax. Yeah, <laughs> relax. Chill out, chill out, y'all. Yeah, I'm just, like, yo, and one sold for how a, much? It only sold for like seven dollars. Like that, they got people doing crazy listings. I saw one listing on eBay for $16,000. $16,000 for a chicken sandwich. I said, that's going to be old by the time you get that home. I said, yo, I, I, $16,000. Yo, I give, just give me $1,000 for it. $1,000 for a chicken sandwich? I, I, I will deliver it to you where you at. I will deliver this motherfucker to you. It's a chicken sandwich. It's not even going to be fresh. Like, Why would y'all pay so much for a chicken sandwich? Man. I just want to try it. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's too much hype around. Like, it is. I'm going to let the hype die down. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to grab me one. I'm gonna grab, I think I'm going to get a spicy one. Man, you know what? I heard somebody put... I saw somebody put mashed potatoes in it. Change the game, dog. They got a side of mashed potatoes, bro. <laughs> dog, I'm, I'm reading this Popeye's Wendy's Exchange. You see it? This is hilarious. It? Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. The biscuits. You think I'm thirsty? Yeah, man, hey, that's the right one. Yeah. That one. Said, Y'all out here fighting about which of these foods had the second best chicken sandwich. Popeye's like, sound like someone just ate one of our businesses. Y'all looking thirsty. <laughs> yes! Man, you know what? That's that's actually that's a good marketing strategy. This is my marketing brain kind of coming in now. Because this, like, when they have beefs like this, like restaurants, well, mm-hmm. really any corporate account that's supposed to be like all hard mm-hmm. and shit, but when they like start talking shit to each other online, Man. people always bite on that shit. And maybe mm. it was just a perfect marketing thing. Cause I saw I saw a um a post that said that all the hype and word of mouth and meme and memes and all that stuff around the chicken sandwich, yeah, like that's valued at like twenty three million dollars worth of advertising. Oh, absolutely! Wow, like they're, yeah. they're they're sold out of Texas, sold out in Louisiana, sold out in California. Yeah, that's one thing. Like pop, 
Popeye's gonna sell out that shit, but hey, Chick Fil A, they always gonna have a sandwich for you, baby. Man, they always gonna have a sandwich for you, baby. You know what I'm talking about? That's true. That's true. <laughs> but yeah, no, I do need to try it though. So you haven't had, so you haven't had the sandwich yet, Rudy. You haven't had it either. I don't no. think me and me and my wife haven't either. I wonder. I just wonder if it's all that. Maybe it's not. Man, there's the a Popeyes right down the street from my house. I'm gonna try to get one. The people yeah. I know who had it, they say, okay, so the Chick Fil A is a Caucasian lady sandwich who does not cook. The spicy chicken from Popeyes is your grandmama's cooking. Mm. Wow, grandmama's cooking. I said, man, yeah, I said, man, you you can't play me like this. Damn. I saw people find out outside of Popeyes fighting, fighting. outside of Popeyes because they want no with no chicken. Man, damn! Oh, yeah, people are upset. People are upset, man. If you if they're so hype around something and it's not available, about scarcity, man. We talked about it. Yeah, hell yeah. That's what's up, man. Well, best best of luck on your your chicken sandwich. Yeah, journey adventure. Too bad you'll never get to hear about it because this is the season finale. Yeah, oh, yeah that's true. Yeah. You're right. Damn, some bittersweet moment. Yeah, man. So just I don't know. Just let us know about it on Instagram or something. I, I wonder how you. many people will actually really be upset if this was. Well, I mean, I wonder how many people are going to be upset that this is. I'm about to say it's not going because they will be. <laughs> this is our last episode. Probably all two of our listeners. All two, yeah. All two of them. Two, yeah, yeah, two. I download yes. our episode multiple times over multiple emails. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely appreciate y'all. <laughs> I have multiple email accounts. <laughs> yeah, use multiple emails. Get our numbers up. We God appreciate you. You put the Ricky numbers. <laughs> oh my God. Okay, quick episode. Quick episode. Fun. Oh, I'll, yeah, that's right. All right, you done? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you done? I'm done. I'm done. All right, cool. So I got a win. Um, actually, kind of start off as a loss. So I had two nails and one tire. That sucks. Man. Yeah, two nails and one tire. It was, it was enough to not have my tire full, but it didn't make me flat. If that makes sense. So mm-hmm. I was able to get it to discount tire one day last, uh, yeah, one day last week, I guess. And I go to discount tire. And he's like, you know, looking at my tires and stuff. I'm like, yeah, it's, it's this front tire because you know how you go place and they try to upsell you on stuff you mm-hmm. know sell you with other stuff yep. so i wasn't really like for it like it was hot and i was like man look just fix the tire i'm gonna be on my way so he goes around the car my car each tire and he notices that one of the other tires is the wrong size mm. right yeah but it's a tire they sold me, i'm about so. to say what y'all sold me this tire. yeah so i was like so we go to the front of the county he's like yeah man so you uh you have a tire on your car that's the wrong size that we sold you uh, two and a half years ago. So, huh? like, <laughs> so it took y'all two years to figure this out. Thanks for the right, update, exactly. Because I've got my tires changed a few times or other tires, and so I'm like, okay, well, you know, that's not my fault. He was like, no, no, I understand. So he's typing in his computer and all this stuff, just typing, just typing. I'm just sitting there like, all right, so what's what's going to happen? I'm still thinking about my other tire. So he's like, all right, look, this is what we're going to do. We're going to just replace the tire, um, the one that's the wrong size, because you pay for the the correct size but you didn't get it so we'll replace it for free and okay, then okay. we'll fix the tire with the two nails in it if we need to oh, if not respect. then we'll replace that one as well so respect. yeah man yeah, that's dude, a big yeah, time that for me. yeah so i got a new tire it was almost three years old so that i say be like, fixed replaced anyway yeah yeah uh-huh. they need to be replaced anyway but because it was the wrong size they had to replace it and then um they fixed 
the the other tire. They had two nails in it. That's, that's dope. Yeah, that's man. Dope. I like that. That's good stuff. Yeah, yeah. That was a decent one, right? No, that's a big tire. Yeah, yeah. But some tires go a piece. I'm sure they there. Yeah, I saved I saved a hundred dollars on that tire. Easy. Yeah. Easy money. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So I like it. Yeah. I got a dub. Um, so as everybody knows, power is back. Yeah, you know, so it's probably actually on right. Oh, it's probably off right now. Uh, I don't know what time we're recording right now. But well, if you had the app, you can watch. If you had the app, you can watch it. You could just whenever. It. Yeah. Okay. Oh, you could have watched it yesterday, right? Mm-hmm. Last night. Yeah, that's dope. You watched it. Mm-mm. Okay, cool. Um, so I, I called, you know, Directv, try to get the stars uh, package, and. Dude was like, oh, it'll be like $13.99 uh, a month extra. And I was like, $13.99? I thought it was $11 a month. Because I could have sworn I saw it online for $11 a month. Mm-hmm. And then I almost second-guessed myself and started to download the app because the app was cheaper than that per month. Right. And so he was like, well, you know, let me put you on hold and let me see if uh, we can work out a deal. So he came back and said, oh, well, we're just going to give it to you uh, for the next three months. And so I was like, well, what happens after three months? Because, you know, that's the okie doke. He's yeah. like, well, um, you can call back in and cancel it. Or if you keep it, we'll keep it at the $13 that you originally had it at. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, I bet. So when you say three months, you mean like, what is it, August, November 25th. So like by November like 10th, I need to call in and cancel this. He was like, exactly. I was like, all right. And so I got stars for free. Hey, that's actually what's up. Now let's see if that's a temporary or a permanent win in three months. How about you know this? So how long is Power gonna be for? I think Power is twenty five episodes this year. Is it twenty five episodes? I want to say it's twenty five uh, for the season finale. Shit. Well, so you're gonna be paying for stars? No, yeah, I'll have to pay for it. So he was saying, he said, if you want to keep it, um, call back and ask for another um, promotion. Promotion, but by that time. If God says the same, I will have fiber optics where I'm just going to cancel the cable anyway. And then I can just stream it. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, you know, but you guys will never find out because this, this is our last this episode. Is our episode. Yes. I wish we had a sound effect that could go with that. Like, like <laughs> something sad. Like, oh, no. Doom. You know what? I know something we could put in there. Okay. Put it in there. Yeah. All right, cool. <laughs> I'll, I'll text it to you. Okay. <laughs> Man, yeah, stars. Um, Damn, I wonder like because Power is a good ass show, and I know I know it's fifty. I think that doesn't want to keep it, but I mean, when once it comes back, people are downloading the app. People are like, oh, it's so a I, money I know maker. Stars is losing a lot of money on this. Yeah, but I think he said they're gonna do some spinoffs. Yeah, I think one's a prequel with Tommy, or it's a prequel with Ghost, mm. or maybe a prequel with Fifty. I know they're do some type of prequel to set up. up. They're gonna do a prequel with Tommy and Ghost. They might as well just keep, call it season seven. <laughs> yeah, because cause I'm trying to figure out because you know at the end of at the end of last season. Spoilers. Yeah, at the end of last season, it was like Tommy and Ghost were beefing. All right. You know what I mean? So I'm just wondering. Who would have thought Tommy would have been the final boss? I thought Dre was supposed to be the final boss. Nah, not Dre. I like Dre, but nah, not not I don't I don't see him as the final boss. But you remember the end what was that? In the end of episode no, season four. Remember Tommy spoilers. Tommy, Fifty, and Ghost was all in the car watching Dre get going to the uh, hotel. Yeah, I thought they were setting him up to be the big bad boss. I was like, oh snap, Dre's gonna be. And then the next season, he was like a bit character. Right. Yeah. See, I don't know. I don't know. 
Then I thought, uh, well, never mind. Uh, we short episode. We can't yeah, get short into episode. Right. Can't get into a short final. Short episode. Episode. final episode. Last. Damn, that's fucked up. So we're gonna have the last episode be like a short episode. Yeah, that's how we sticking it to him. Yo. <laughs> 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 All right. Oh shit! Keep playing with us. Hell yeah! All right, man. Tweet between we're not your slaves. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Hell? It's last, it's last that? episode, y'all. Yo, I'm gonna be hearing that song. They already took our pr- production costs. <laughs> like, the production value of the show is dropping. Bro, they getting us up out of here. That was supposed to end short like that. What the hell was that? I don't know, man. Lights started turning out in the room. It got dark. <laughs> what is going on? Oh man, where's our cameraman yeah. going? I know, man. right? The the one that we never had. Let's not let's not get on his ass. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, man, hey, man. I, I don't know what happened, man. Oh, man. He, does he still work at uh at, Yeah, he's still up there at the place. Y'all still see him? Yeah, I still see him. I see shadows of him. <laughs> you see shadows of him? Ten Nobody. minutes of uh, ten minutes of video footage. That we, that we never got. He that we never got, but he never did nothing with it. Yeah. I wonder. I don't wonder. <laughs> All right. So, t- <laughs> lifestyles. Yes. Tweet between the lines. All right. So, we have a response tweet from Shock the World. I got Ali Sweet in the building. So, he said, responded to the most recent tweet between the line. Well, which. Um, so, he's, he responded to the tweet between the line question about relationships. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, should you still stay attractive to, you know, for your spouse oh, and stuff? That's yeah. the one he's responded to. So, he said, responded to uh, a recent tweet between the lines. Why wouldn't you want to continue to be attracted to your significant other? If you want the best for your partner, shouldn't you be giving them the best version of yourself? Mm-hmm. Yes, I agree. I think I, I'm, I'm trying to remember exactly what we said, but I don't. I think what we were asking, like, is it a requirement? Like, right? Is it okay I mean? for the person to leave if you don't? That was that that was a piece of the conversation too. Right. Um, but. I mean, I think you, I think you should want to just, yeah, you want to stay up for your partner just as you want them to stay up for you. But I don't think that would be a reason that you would leave them though. Right, right, right. That's what I think. That's what we're saying. Yep. I hope. I hope that's what I said. <laughs> so consistency. Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> that's a quick turnaround. Uh, what two or three weeks? Okay, so here's the question that we have. Is from um, I guess listeners. I almost said his name, but I'm not going to. Anonymous. Yes, anonymous. He says, so this is for you. This is for us. So he says, my girlfriend and I have been living in a five bedroom, four bathroom, but four bedroom, five bedroom, four bathroom house. The rent is twenty three hundred dollars a month, but we pay four hundred and sixty dollars a piece plus half of the utilities. It's been two wait, years. Wait, 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 wait. wait, wait. Stop. Pump oh, break. Yeah. Hold on. No, no, no. Pump, no. Pump I, I, let me finish. Okay. So, so he says. So you we pay on your calculator because I'm just like, <laughs> right, yeah, like, wait, yeah, what? it's not adding up, right? So he says we uh, pay four hundred sixty dollars a piece plus half of the utilities. It's been two years, um, and we've been able to save up seventy two thousand dollars. To be honest, I'm addicted to the process. I want to keep doing this for at least another year before we get married. The problem is she wants to move. How can I convince her to stay? Now. It's a huge house, and they actually share the house with his brother and wife. 
Okay. And his girlfriend's best friend. So they're splitting the rent. Okay. Okay. Right. But his girlfriend wants to leave. He wants to convince her to stay so they can keep saving money. Got it. So, so they're part of this whole like group economics thing. Smart. And she no, wants I'm rolling. I'm rolling. You rolling with it? Yeah. No, I get it. Because I, I actually just had a discussion uh, with my wife about this. Uh, wow. I think we were walking around a block maybe like three or four weeks ago. Mm-hmm. We were talking about how smart that would have been, you know, because other races do that. Like like in our neighborhood, there's like our next, not our next door neighbor, but the one right next to them. It's like six people in that house. Yeah. Right. And their mortgage is probably like somewhere between eighteen hundred and two thousand dollars. But you know, if they split it up between the six people, I mean, they're only coming out of pocket a couple hundred dollars. So they're stacking like massive income. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I didn't want to get into a tangent. What What was his question though? So he's trying to get her to stay. Yeah. Right. How does he, he he wants her to stay in it. But she wants out of it, and he's trying to, I guess, get advice on how to convince her to stay a part of this group. How much did he save in a year? So it's been two years, and he saved seventy two thousand dollars. Seventy two thousand. Yeah. So well thirty six thousand dollars a year he saved. First off, well done, brother. Uh, yes. Round of applause. Round, for round that. of applause for my G. Round of applause for that. That is big time. That is huge. That is huge. That is big time. Big time. My only, my only That's question. That's almost your debt. That that's and that was my next years. question. I was gonna say, like, honestly, at that point, my only concern would be like, are you still in debt? Because that sounds good until you tell me you got seventy six thousand, but you're like one hundred and eighty thousand in debt. Like, wait, 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 no, <laughs> no. But um, how to get the girlfriend to stay? Well, Jay, you want to answer this first, or do you want me? Oh yeah, I, I can go and attack it. Okay. So. The first thing I would go with is what was the original plan that got her on board with it? Mm -hmm. Was it to get a certain amount of money saved up? Was it to save up to where you guys can buy your own house cash? Because crazy enough, you're you're almost at that point where in another two years that y'all could buy the house or put a substantial amount on it Mm -hmm. where y'all could be paying the same amount that you're paying now on the house that you want. So... What I would say is sell her on the dream. Sell her on what staying means and what what that can provide for her, mm-hmm. for y'all's future. So th- they're engaged now? Girlfriend. Just girl- girlfriend yes. and I is what, is yeah. what it is. So, my boy, you're going to have to take a trip to a jewelry store first. Before yeah, I'm about to say, I got to. Yeah, that, <laughs> that's a good idea, but you're going to need to. Ah, that is a good point. Yeah, I'm, that, that I'm, I'm thinking that she was fiance if at first. Maybe she's the girlfriend. Yeah, you're just a girlfriend. Maybe That's, she's not. Yeah. She don't know it's, how. It's, yeah, it's hard to sell somebody on the future when, 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 not, when they're not tied. Yeah, down. yeah, exactly. She's so, like, man, you, we got we got $72,000 in the bank and they ain't bought me no ring yet. Like, mm, God damn. And then it, and it's like, I'm the girlfriend. So, is it do we have $72,000 or, or does, does he you have, have $72,000? <laughs> so, I have some questions. that And that, that was kind of where I was going to go to is like, you know, like, what was the circumstance that you guys initially got into this relationship for? Like, was this a business deal mm-hmm. where it's like, all right, cool, where everybody's coming up? Uh, also, I would ask, what's the relationship between the girlfriend and the two roommates? Do they all get along? Like, they, yes, what- they, they all do get along. Okay, so. Yeah, there's, there's a lot. There's, it's because it's a paragraph, but I wanted to kind of summarize it. Okay. Mm-hmm. But I can finish. Yeah, go ahead. Finish. All right. Okay, so he says, um, how, can I, how can I convince her to stay? 
roommates include my brother and his wife and uh, his girl's best friend. So he thinks it's a sweet deal uh, because they all get along. The house is about 30, wait, it's about 3,000 square feet. Mm, so we're nice. not on top of each other. Everything was up in the air because they thought the house was getting sold. So they were looking for a new place um, for themselves, but the owner was willing to resign all of them for another year. And he said he wants to do it to see if he can save uh, $100,000. Help a nigga out, please. Thanks. I love the plan. I mean, from a financial standpoint, but it's just a peace standpoint. Like, uh, I don't know why she wants out. Like she wants to start her. I'm, I guess I'm gonna be her. So, cause she want maybe she wants to start her own life with her with her boyfriend. Want her own space. Yeah, we're on. We're not on top of each other, and we're all friends. But I see these people every day. I and want my own space. Mm-hmm. And you can't walk around naked. Yeah, there's other people yeah. there. Yeah, yeah I won't be able to walk around this rules. bitch butt ass naked with my ass out, and I walk through the kitchen, and you slap that motherfucker. You know what I mean? But I can't do that if if your if your your brother and his girl here and my homegirls, we can't do all that. I'm assuming. Now, maybe they are doing it, but I don't know. But I'm just assuming. <laughs> all this is just assumption right now. Yeah. But I would think, I mean, what would, what would be the reason? What what would be the, any other reason? Maybe she's thinking that's a lot of money because that's maybe that's the most money that they've ever had. So it's like, this is a good foundation. Yeah. Or it could be a commute thing, too. I mean, maybe she doesn't, I don't know if she works near the area or not. Like, she might be sacrificing making a drive. Like, there's something else, like, that has to be a part of that. But mm-hmm. I would say... I'm with Jay on this. You got to sell her on the vision, whatever the vision is going to be. Um, I'm assuming that it includes him and the girlfriend. So long term, like you're stacking this bread for a certain reason. You need to remind her of what the reason it is that you're stacking the bread Two, at this point. You've been together. How long have they been in a house together? Two, two three years. years? Uh, yes. So they've been in the house two years. Two years. So, so they're in a committed relationship. I'm not sure how long they were in a relationship before they got into the house. But let's say it takes a girl at least a year to gain the confidence to move in with her boyfriend and his brother and another, you know. Mm-hmm. So let's say they've it's, been, her, it's her homegirl, too, though. So she's not like moving that's in true. with a whole bunch of other people. It's like her homegirl's in it, too. All right. So let's say they've been together three years. OK. I think by that time. You probably know if this is a person that you want to spend the rest of your life with. Mm-hmm. I think he needs to get he needs to propose. You think that you think that'd be enough to sell her? Yeah, I don't know if it'd be enough to sell her, but I don't think he would be able to sell her without the commitment aspect of it. I think that's the problem. It's like okay, y'all are shacking, and that's cool mm-hmm. um, from a technical standpoint, from a business standpoint, but it's a business standpoint, right? The ring solidifies like, okay, cool. I can lie. It's almost like one of those things where where you I don't want to say you suck at somebody in, but it's but but it is. It, it's like it's like it's like when you <laughs> like I got this one chick. We can get we can get the rent down to four sixty if I bring her in. I'm gonna tell her that's my girl or whatever. You know, you know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? <laughs> we all friends, we all friends. We got 3,000 square feet. I'm going to be as long as I girl. can, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to tell this, my girl, but you know what I'm saying? Get the rent down. That yeah, but no, it's it's one of those things like, um, I feel like politicians do that. Like, they'll say, well, uh, I'm going to lower taxes or something like that. No, I'm, no, here's what they say. They'll say, like, we're going to give all teachers raises or something, something like that. Mm-hmm. Some bullshit that they know they can't do. Right? Yeah, and they, then everybody- They did do it, though. Huh? They did do it, though. We can't say that. Finally. But what, it took them, like, 50 years? <laughs> like, like you've been promising that for, like, since before we were here. Like, oh, yeah. 
<laughs> we went through two wars before that shit, man. Like, <laughs> two wars and a national for tragedy before real, like, Are you kidding me? For real, bro. Like, that is nah, funny. I want to hear that. Yeah, you no, know? I ain't mad at you. Like, nah, nigga, we did it. Yeah, but what time frame did you do it in? I told you it was going to get done. Yeah. I never said when. I was like, yeah. yeah. But yeah, you know, yeah. like you 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 promise somebody something, but you give them a little something to appease them. Uh-huh. You know, um, I think that's what the ring was. Hopefully, she's not listening to this. Otherwise, like you're screwed. But but I would I would offer a ring to basically help her understand that I'm invested in you. I'm not just invested in my bank account. That's one. I mean, okay. I would just, I would hope that this is a joint account. Because if it's joint, then she's get you know she has a financial tie to yeah financial tie with it. Uh huh. I would yeah. I would hope this. So okay. So let's say because it's a joint. If account. this is this a hundred in his account, that's a problem, man. Yeah, that's right. Especially if she's wild. not good. At, especially if she's not good with money, and then like she ever sees his account and it's like seventy three thousand dollars, seventy two thousand dollars in there, mm-hmm. and then she's not good with money, and maybe she's only got four. <laughs> Yeah, you know, four thousand for the regular person is like, damn, that's a lot of money. Four thousand to a person that's rooming with someone with seventy two is like, what the hell am I doing in my life? Hell yeah, that is true. So let's assume they have a joint account. <laughs> yeah, let's uh, ass- let's assume that they're married too. Well, not not married, but let's assume let's assume that they're engaged. It's headed towards that, right? So the ring, okay. like committing to the ring, like you said, which is great advice, I think, because I think that would be something that's like, all right, yeah, he's actually really in for me. Yeah, I think that can help out. Yeah, it's a security blanket. Right, it's let's, a safety net. Right. So let's assume that they're already engaged. <sighs> if they're already engaged, you have no leverage. Like the le- the ring is the leverage because if you're already engaged and your fiance is saying, "I want to move." And your response is, yes, but we can save so much money. Mm-hmm. The only play is the why is the money important? Because she could always come back with, we got enough money. Yeah. So you have to now justify why the money that you have currently is not enough. Right. What is the purpose for the money? What is the job that the money is supposed to fulfill? And we don't know that. Well, I would assume that they already have something that they're saved up. For. Right, because most people can't save up seventy two thousand dollars and have it set aside. Right, so I'm assuming that the money's set for something. Mm-hmm. At this point, if they are they're already engaged, I would put I'll put the wedding on. It's like yo, we can pay for this wedding where we don't have to increase debts with moving out as well. Mm-hmm. Because you can, he already wants to save another eighteen thousand. Take half of it, pay for a wedding. That ain't gonna cut it. Well, eighteen thousand on a wedding. Don't I mean it. Not not when you live in that lifestyle, like yeah, I, that ain't gonna work. Just as a piece, you gotta Just you gotta, you gotta up work. that you gotta up that wedding bill. <laughs> <laughs> you talking you talking like thirty forty thousand dollars? That would be. I don't think they would. I, I would. I would hope they wouldn't do nothing uh, like that. Nigga, don't do that. I'm just saying. <laughs> like you go from seventy two to thirty on a wedding, you you a fool. Yeah, that's crazy, man. I don't know. I think I think we're not helping them, are we? <laughs> <laughs> we're just kind of maybe talking. maybe i think we kind of are i think maybe we are i guess i would i would say um i don't know i i would say see what she wants like what what does she want out of life i know she wants to be out of the house but like what type of house does she want like like what is what does her life outside of y'all's group economics what does that look like to her mm-hmm. you know what i mean and then once she tells you wait how old are these people 
they didn't, we don't have age because that might be a, that might be a factor too. Is age might be a factor. Age might be, there's a lot of factors that we don't that we don't know. Right. You know what I mean, we're so, working with a lot of unknowns. Yeah, and so we, we and that's a great point because we can't really. I mean, our advice is going to be generic. General. Yeah, it's yeah, going to be general based off what we have. It's not going to be situational because we don't know everything. So I think I think if he does that and then like he gets an idea of like what she wants or what you want, then I will say, all right. Look, I want to give you the lifestyle that you want to have and more. Give me one more year to do this and you can have that lifestyle. Another part with that is show her with show her what the lifestyle looks without it. Because like if they mean? take they're paying $800 plus utilities. Mm-hmm. If they take everybody out the house and they're paying the full 23 cuz that's what they're looking at. Mm-hmm. You know, they won't it may not be as big, but they're still looking at at least anywhere between a thousand to sixteen on a mortgage. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, okay, well, what does our finances look like if we're paying everything and it's just us? Yeah, yeah. Do a mock. Do a mock trial on that's, that. That's that's good advice. That's so, good advice. Yeah. I like so that. Utilities, lights and all that stuff, get the bill and it just Cut it out, whatever it is. And don't say that y'all don't touch y'all savings because exactly. you got to act like it's not there, Yeah, I would think. You know what I mean? So, yeah, just see see what y'all would have left if y'all were on this in this house on y'all own. Mm-hmm. Or whatever house would, that y'all would get on y'all's own. Because it may not be as big of a house because it's right. going to be two of them. Yeah, I'll say, yeah, I'll say do that and that will give her a perspective. Because right now it's not real to her as far as what you would spend and the money that you... What money you have left month to month, right? But then the, the thing with him too, though, is it's like if she because he says he wants to do it for another year, right? We don't know if he's said this in the past and she's kind of giving oh. in. You know what I mean? So if you say just one more year and you get to the end of the year, you got to be ready yeah. ready to break out. You can't be like, oh, I want to get to one hundred and thirty or one hundred and fifty. You got to yeah. be you got to be stay on your promise. You yeah. know what? And then to piggyback off of that, it's it's what. What actually happens during that year? Because let's say, let's say I say to the the girl, like, okay, well, give me one year, right? So mm-hmm. I can save X amount of dollars, right? But then throughout the months, I'm tricking off on stupid stuff, so I'm not really saving the X amount of dollars, which is why I need another year. Yeah. So it depends on what behaviors are you actually exhibiting throughout the year. Right. Are you come? Does she see you focused on what whatever it is that you're trying to do? Or are you kind of bull bull crapping? I'm trying mm-hmm. to stop cussing. You're just messing around because you have that safety net. Because I mean, in a real sense, they're living in a fake world right now. The world that they're they're operating in isn't normal and it's not regular. So they have a lot of safety nets. Yeah, that don't exist for the common folks. Right. So I I agree with Jay. You have to show her what real life looks like without the safety net. And then also, if you're going to ask for a year, you have to be ready to go at the end of that year. Mm-hmm. So he can he can sell her on the vision, but that follow through got to be on point. Because right. you, what you don't want to do is get all the money and then lose the one that's supposed to be riding for you. Right. Yeah. Because if 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 she's really someone that gets you, understands you, values who you are, you don't have to pretend to be somebody that you're not. Mm-hmm. And she's riding with you. You don't want to be. Here's what you don't want to be. You ever see how niggas get into the NBA or the NFL or professional sports, or they become an executive of some company and they're single. 
now all the women that come to them or all the men that come to them, you don't really know are they because you know it could be a woman. Yeah, yeah. You gave me the facial expression. It could be a woman that achieves this. Yeah. Um. So WNBA. Maybe I should have said the WNBA too. Um. But man, a woman, you're successful. You got all this money, and now people are coming at you because you have all this money. So they're not. Their intentions aren't even good. Mm-hmm. You'd rather be with the person who came up with you. So don't lose the person that came up with you because you're trying to stack the bread. Right. That's, that's that doesn't true. make sense. That is true. And we don't we don't know the mindset of, of the other people who are in the house with you, right? Like maybe they tired of your ass. <laughs> <laughs> right. Maybe they yeah, maybe they want out as well. I don't know. Like, cause you can get you can get so focused on just all right, I want a hundred thousand. We can do this, we can do this. But then all the people who are in this group economics, like old girl, home girl, and then your brother and his wife, they may be like, all right, yeah, nah, we done with this. This is cool. Like, so but, then what happens then? Yeah. Real talk though, like a hundred thousand dollars, depending on how you cut that up, it I, I kind of get him what he's saying. Like he's trying to stack the bread as high as he can because it don't take long to run through that, like yeah, at all. But shit, not a lot of people have a hundred thousand just chilling. No, that's true too. Ho- well, hopefully his money's not liquid. Hopefully it's in- gaining some sort of interest. Is invested in something. It ain't just sitting. Oh, it could just be bank. sitting in the bank. It's probably just in the bank. I hope not. It could be. Invest in something. Get a Roth IRA at least. Uh, <laughs> stop. Like, what are you, stop. What are you doing? <laughs> but but um, the, thing, the thing is like, all right, let's say they got to get two cars. Mm-hmm. They buy two cars. Let's say they're modest. They're $20,000 a piece. That's 40. Yeah. Say you put a down payment on a house and you put down what? A sizable one. Because what, what they're in like a... 3,000 square foot, so they yeah. cut down to maybe a 2,000 square foot, a $200,000 house. Well, what's uh, 20% of a two, $200,000 house? That's 40,000. Right. So now you're at 80. So now you only got 20 left. And then you got to get married. Well, that's 100 gone. Two cars, a down payment on a conventional loan for a house on a $200,000 house, mm-hmm. and a marriage. That's 100. You're done. Don't take long. Maybe they won't put down forty thousand. Well, if you're gonna buy a house, uh, my boy. Words of advice from one homeowner to another: If you're gonna get a home and you got that kind of rent, get a conventional loan. PMI will tear your ass up. Mm. Do not, do not get a house with that much money rolling in there with like a three percent down payment. You a damn yeah. fool. <laughs> okay. That PMI will. Okay. All right, nigga. Okay. <laughs> no, okay. no, no one said y'all anything. Y'all niggas looking at me like y'all know no, what no fuck PMI is. I know exactly what she it is. Tear no. your ass up. No, I, I, no but I no one said anything. Even like he said, no, nah, I'm gonna do it. No, okay. I'm picturing him listening to me like, I don't need no fucking conventional. Okay, nigga. That's how that's how it came off. Like he was talking. He was talking. He was just like, okay, all right, dude. Yo, fuck it. You talking to a nigga that ain't listening to you? You know he ain't gonna listen to your ass. Like, okay, nigga. Oh man, could y'all do it? Rez, I know you probably could do it, right? Could you do group economics, you think? Depending on the people I was with, yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm not going to assume. Could you, Rez? It depends. Um, I thought about doing it with two people. It would only be you and Ash or Callie and Tara. Those are the only two people I would ever do this with. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, because it has to be a couple. Yeah. Um, And it has to be somebody that my wife gets along with. And it would have to be someone that, like, we could, like, waste 
hours upon hours of time just talking bullshit or watching movies mm. and never get into anything. Right, yeah. Cause I ain't like I'm if I'm going into that situation like he got, I'm on mission like 100 k for real. So I'm with him. That's what I'm saying. Like I ain't doing shit. I'm I'm gonna stack this bread. I'm coming out that bitch debt free. Like we 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 solid. Right. So, but yeah, I can only do it with two people. I feel that. So, would you? Guru Economics, yeah, I could. I could do shit, it. Shit, nigga, we can sell these houses right now. Shit, hell yeah. Move into just one house. Shit, nigga, take yeah. that equity, dog. Dog, and be chilling. I'm saying. I could. I've known some people to do it. That's what um, you see some cultures do it. Because I was having this conversation with somebody, and I don't want to stay on it too long because it's supposed to be one of our shortest episodes because it's our last one. But I know <laughs> I was talking to somebody, and they were explaining how like certain cultures, they'll do group, group economics. And... Like, let's say you have a business, mm. right? But all your family is in one house. You're able to charge less for your prices on your business because your mm. expenses aren't as high. Right. So, like, let's say, I don't know, a carpenter charges, I don't know, $10,000 for a project, right? But if you do if you do group economics and your expenses aren't as high, then you can maybe charge 5000 And you're going to get more business. Right. You're cutting yep. the work because you're getting more business. But then at the same time, your expenses aren't high. So that's lovely. Yeah, yeah, it is. So thought that was interesting. But yeah, I would do it. I would. My boy, I'm just saying, we ain't got a podcast no more. Like we could. Yeah, <laughs> we, man. Yeah, we got to do something. Yeah, hit us up. Y'all looking for people? Shit. I don't know. Maybe not. We, 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 <laughs> it's, we don't know him like that. I mean, he was just somebody. Hmm. I mean, it's, it's, it's no, they can't hit us up. The email's gonna be close. We closing the email. No, nah, leave the email open so they, yeah, they IG give them some glimmer of hope. I keep something. Yeah, I mean, we, I mean, we, just don't ever, IG. Just don't ever respond to them. That's that's what you do. Ah, that's what you do. Yeah, yeah. There you. That's how you do it. <laughs> hit us up, man. <laughs> For what? Why? Right. Well, yeah. Don't hit we're, us. We're up. not gonna respond to. Yeah, you. we're not gonna. Yeah, we're actually not gonna respond. Um, so I'm not even gonna do the drop. Seventy-two thousand is amazing. Seventy two thousand. I'm man. proud of him. I'm yeah. proud of him. Uh, but hit us up. You know, you'll have a few days after Most niggas got 72000 in the strip club. You say, what? Most niggas spend 72000 in the strip club yeah, in his situation. Maybe. Yeah, man. That shit's wild. Uh, but yeah, let us know. Would you do group economics? Um, yeah, that's a good question. Let us know. Um, our social should be up for a little bit, but do we, we do still have our personal accounts. So you yes, can yes. Let us know yeah. as well. You um, still know us as people. Yes. <laughs> 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 also, uh, check out our merch, please. Uh, bit.ly forward slash SBTL store. It's only going to be up for another week. Yes, this is a uh, closing sale, liquidation yeah. sale. 30% going on. off. Everything is <laughs> going out of business sale. Everything must, must go. go. <laughs> 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 I right, yeah, man. Bit.ly forward slash SBTL store. You'll find all of our shit. All right, y'all. You can also get the bell for a dollar. Yes, yes. The <laughs> bell is for a dollar. We're selling the mics. We may not sell the, the Zoom A6. No, I think no, no, I'm keeping that for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Take us back to memories of Repo Man. <laughs> Hell yeah, Man. for real. All right, y'all. What y'all got? So, uh, one thing that I wanted to chop it up on uh, real quick is a video that I ran across on uh, Boxed In. Maybe about, hold on, when did this get posted? This, this got posted eight months ago. Uh, uh, so, I've been okay. sitting on this one for a minute. But. It's a video about uh, a young lady who goes over just different reasons that women lose respect from men. And so, we'll, well, we'll put the link in the description. Uh, that way you can actually subscribe and learn things from someone else since we won't actually be 
a thing anymore. I got a question about that. Have Have we been putting stuff in the description? I did. I put the every dollar. Did you? Yeah. Okay. After right. J. Rob posted, I went and uh, put the link in. What about the links to that other episodes? Did we? Did we do that? No. Yeah, let's just pretend. I mean, it's the last episode. I'm sorry. Continue. Sir. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt. You're right. None of this matters. Like, like, anything I'm matter. saying right now just doesn't matter at all. <laughs> Everything <laughs> must go. <laughs> like, all right. So, uh, so basically, the young lady um, gets a perspective of just different ways that men, um, unfortunately, uh, put women in a situation where they have to be masculine. Um, and by masculine, what she's talking about is taking on roles that men should do that in turn make the women lose respect for the man and leads to them basically glorifying independent women. You know, niggas ain't, sh- you know, men ain't. Sh- um, what's the other one? All my, all my single ladies, all my single ladies. I don't want no scrubs. Yeah. yeah. I know. All that. Yeah. So. Uh, she goes into it. Uh, it's a really good video. It's short. It's about 20 minutes uh, for the content that she's actually giving. Yeah. Um, and she goes just over the different scenarios. So I know Jay got a chance to see it. Uh, I guess what were your initial thoughts when you first saw it? Um, I, I, I agree with a lot of the information that she was actually putting out there. Um, you know, it's going into the, you know, the five major categories with, you know, protecting providing uh not being a yes man i know we'll probably have a lot to say about that one uh then yeah the actual sexual aspect of it and do you want me to go over the actual category she yeah yeah, yeah okay right. so here are the five things that she talked about um that basically men do that causes women to lose respect so number one is lead and so she talked about how um women want a man that's going to take charge. You know, the man is the head of the household. And she mentioned that women are the head of the children. And so traditionally speaking, the man is the one that even though it's a couple and they're both affected by it, the man is typically the one that makes the decision Um, not to ignore the woman. Like the woman has her say, of course, and the Mm -hmm. man should value what she's bringing to the table. But ultimately She's saying that you can't always tell a woman yes. You eventually have to tell her no. Otherwise, you're going to have a spoiled woman. And then you're going to create a monster because she's so used to be being told yes that the moment you turn around and say no to her and put your foot down, she's going to reject you. She's going to be upset with you and act like you don't love her anymore because you don't give her what she wants when she's used to you always doing that. I don't know relationships like that. Yeah. So yeah. she talked about that. She talked about protection. And I thought that was interesting because, you know, she initially alluded to the fact that, you know, women need their man to protect them. So, like, say a guy's flirting with them unnecessarily, you know, maybe your woman needs you to handle that to make sure that, you know, you shut that down. Mm-hmm. But also uh, from a standpoint of protecting her emotionally. Uh, whether that be from family, whether it be from friends, uh, protecting her um, spiritually, protecting her from verbal assaults, like all of those situations, you as the man are responsible for making sure that she's good. Even if she's in the wrong, protect her in that moment 
but check her later in private. Mm. And a lot of women start to lose respect for men. And she alluded to the fact that um, men never talk about their talk, talk to their family and loved ones when they disrespect the wife. So mom is going hard on the wife, but we don't say anything because it's mom. So the woman's left to fend for herself. And then she ends up losing respect for the man when we're supposed to leave. What does the Bible say? Leave and cleave. Yeah. Um, what is it? It's basically you're, you're supposed to uh, leave your parents and, and cleave on to your wife. Right. Mm-hmm. That part. And so she talked about that. Uh, she so also, go ahead. Right before you go into the next one. So what I found interesting about that and what I saw that generally leads into that area is both both men and women do it is whenever you're dating mm. and you're telling your family everything wrong that the other person does. Mm-hmm. So they're getting the bad on it. You forgave the person, you're moving past it, but they're still bringing up old stuff. Yeah. And when they're, when it's, you know, you're not married yet. So you're like, okay, well I see your point. You're getting feedback. And then once you get married, you still have, you're still letting other people in your marriage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that you're giving your family ammunition to shoot to shoot back at your wife mm. versus if you keep everything private and then you work on it separately you work on it as a family or boyfriend girlfriend husband wife and then you don't let all the negative spew out into every in the street right the family doesn't have the ammunition to shoot back at you right. yeah yeah that's a good point yeah you yeah with relationship stuff it's you can't you can't really talk to to family members about that for that particular reason. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So I mean, even people that you thought that you maybe could talk to about other stuff, like yeah, no, nah, you can't you can't do that. I I, probably, I, probably, I got probably got caught up in that. I'm sure in my earlier days because mm-hmm. I've had you know back and forth and disagreements and all that stuff and disagreements with different parties and it's like yeah, you don't want to get into that that whole telling your family about your relationship but then it's kind of tough too because then it's like should you not go to anyone about your relationship can they say that too though i i would say in transparency moment i i lived that so in my first marriage you know i dealt with the the whole getting cheated on thing right Mm. well i didn't tell my i didn't tell my parents or uh my brother what was going on and the reason i did that is because Initially, when she told me, the first few weeks, I was just kind of, I was just kind of in no man's land. And then I realized, okay, well, I want to fight for the marriage. Well, I didn't want to tell my family, and then they're all, they got my back and they're supporting me, and they're like, oh, she's wrong. You shouldn't have done. She shouldn't have done that. And then mm, I forgive yeah. her. And now I look like the sucker for love, nigga. Yeah, mm. you see what I'm saying? I know relationships like that too. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. so, um, I went through that whole. Like when she cheated on me, I didn't leave until a year and a half later, I want to say. And it was abrupt. Like my family was just like, what the, what, what happened? Right. And then I told them and it was funny because I remember one of my family members got mad at me because I didn't come to him in the moment. He was like, bro, you telling me this like a year and a half later, like what, (laughs) why didn't you come to me? And it's for that exact reason. Like, how would I look and how would the situation be if I forgave her? We worked through this whole ordeal mm-hmm. and now you're constantly shooting at her for something that we are 
done with. Right. But to answer your question, I in that situation, I went to someone remote. I went to someone who could give me advice who I could confide in that one was going to keep it real with me, but two wasn't going to be a situation where they could directly affect the relationship mm. because we're not always going to be around them anyway. Right. That person, I was only talking to them maybe three times a year. So mm. it didn't matter what I told them. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You have matter. to find somebody who's not going to pick a side because once somebody has a stake in a fight, that fight never ends. Mm. Yeah. They got to be objective. They mm. got to be objective. Yes. Yes. Indeed. Yeah. Because if you, if you talk to somebody who's really, really close to you and they're going to take your side anyway, that's stupid. Like You're not going to learn anything from that conversation. And then all you're going to do is make another enemy for your spouse. Makes no sense. That's true. Makes no sense at all. Bam. All right. Uh, so the next one was um, produce. And so this was big because she talked about how um, the way society is, especially for, you know, black people, like it's kind of set up, you know, where black men don't make that they're not as financially secure as we should be as mm-hmm. a race and so she alluded right. to like you know welfare system the prison system like all these things that have been set up to you know hold black men down and so she talked about how that could be a touchy spot for someone because a woman wants her man to provide and to produce for her so providing is you know you bring home the check you 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 make sure that the the household is established even if she's working like you're the one that's making sure everything's established producing is not being a lazy person and just sitting around not doing anything remember uh marlissa a couple episodes ago she was like you know if we're playing video games and eating pizza then she's like grow up well what she's Mm. talking about and we joked about it like it was a shot. But what she's mm-hmm. really alluding to is what she's talking about is women want a man that's going to produce for them. They're not they're not just bringing home a check. They're actually being active. They're working on something, whether that's uh, being a handyman, whether that's working out, whether that's creating something like they're contributing something to society or to their legacy outside of just bringing home a check. Right. And that garners respect. If you're not doing that and you're just kind of aloof and hanging around and sitting down, not doing nothing. And every time she sees you, you're in the same spot. She's going to start to lose respect and resent you. Right. So. Yeah, no, I agree. And then mm. the last one. Any thoughts on that before? Um, I I got uh, not not just just doing something, but basically having ambition about yourself. As far as not just being satisfied with where you're at now in your job and just being, okay, I'm making X amount of money and this is all this is all I'm gonna ever have. Right. Is what are you doing outside of it to better to get to the next position to put yourself and your family into a better position? Right. That's what that's what I got from that part. Agreed. What about the woman who just wants stability though? Like if if that one position, that one job is just enough for them. I think I think I can play two K then shit. And eat pizza. Right? And eat pizza, my nigga. <laughs> See, I don't I don't think women are wired that way. I think I think women take pride in their man. Like mm. I think women like to brag on their man too. Mm. Especially when they're around other women. So then so let's say you you have your woman 
in a position where she's in a room full of other women and they're bragging on their man and they're doing all this extra shit on top. I just cussed all this extra stuff on top of bringing home the check. And they'd be like, okay, well, you know, what's, what's your man doing? You're like, well, you know, he, he pays the bills. Yeah. What else? I remember one time I had, um, like on my break, I was with my last company. I had a lot of flexibility because I was, I had my own truck. So I was moving around. Yeah. I just went, it was for an occasion, I'm sure, but I just dropped flowers off at Ashley's job. Like, just pulled up, like, hey, you on lunch? All right, here you go. Mm-hmm. And people was like, oh my gosh. And yeah, she, you know, fell some type of way. Because it's, it's a gesture that's like outside of mm-hmm. like what you Normal. said. Just, yeah, just paying bills and, mm-hmm. you know, providing all that stuff. I guess that's, that's crazy. Like, women like their men to compete on what their men do for them. Uh, women, that's not wild to y'all. Women y'all. are more competitive, I think, than men, just in different things. Valentine's Day at work is a trap. It is a yeah. Man, it is horrible. Man, that's just what it was. It was Valentine's Day. You're right. That's I what hate it was. Valentine's Day so much. I, I do too. I don't like it. Yeah. My the, the my most hated holiday. It's the worst holiday ever created by man. Yes. Freaking. But I realize. I, what I've realized now is that you don't have to do arrows. Sometimes you don't have to do much. You just have to do enough. What you talking about the baby? You're talking about Cupid? It's just stupid. This is the whole thing stupid. That is like a baby with wings shooting people with arrows. Hypnotizing. Murder. First of all, that's manipulation. So it I is. get shot with a damn arrow, and I instantly fall in love with the person. Like, come on, the man. The first person you see. Like, are you serious right now? The first person. So y'all, so women, mm. y'all down with this manipulation shit? Yeah. Yes, <laughs> like, yes they are. Like, uh, ain't that something? That's some BS. That Ooh, is. Ooh, edited. That was good. Yeah, BS. Yeah, that's some BS. Now I have a question. Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead. We can spit off. It's like a bonus question. It's like it's kind of about it, but it's not really. If you got shot by Cupid's arrow, right? Because it's you get when you get shot, it's you fall in love with the first, first person, person you, you see. see. You get shot. Who would be the first person that you would want to see? That I would want to see, or yes. most likely to see. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, because that could go left. Where am I when I got shot? That could That's go the first question. <laughs> I could like, go left. I'm in the bed at the house. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't. Well, I don't. I'm sad. This is a question. I don't know. You just answer the way you want to. Do you say your wife? No, I mean, it depends on where I. No, no, no. I'm not going to use that. That's lame. I'm talking about. Yeah. It, depends, <laughs> it depends on where you're at. Because, like, if you're at work, I mean. Well, think about it. Like, think of all the scenarios you could be at at work. What happens if Cupid catches your ass and you're in the bathroom? That's an L. That is an L. That's an L. You, you lock eyes with a person right next to you in the urinal. Like, damn, son. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> or you could be washing your hands and you just look hey, up yo, in the you. mirror and like, hey. <laughs> yeah, come on, man. Is that a fresh cut? Right. Yeah, I'm all right. You know what I'm saying? Damn. Yeah. Or, or, or worse, you could be in HR. And now you are in love with the uh, HR director. Just screw hell yeah. Really about to catch and a case. She about, she about to fire your ass. Like, you catching all kinds yeah, of hell. Yeah, okay. Let's say you're walking. Down Hollywood Boulevard. Ooh, what if you're at the barbershop? Oh, no, <laughs> no, no, Cooper, no. Bush, you while you in the chair? That Stop it. That was suck. Get a brush up. Hell yeah. Stop it. I hope the beauty salon's attached. <laughs> Give me a chance. Right. Let's, okay, walking down in Hollywood somewhere. Who A celebrity. Walking down to Hollywood? Yeah, Hollywood Boulevard or something. Probably be some struggling actress that's working at a waitress. <laughs> I have talent. No, you don't. You're just Dog, here. Those be the best ones. <laughs> Undiscovered. <laughs> Undiscovered. <laughs> See, you gotta watch. You gotta watch Rock. He, he's manipulative. I can yeah. tell. Yo, these arrows gotta fly. 
<laughs> oh man! All right, go ahead, go ahead, man. With the uh, oh, so let's yes, just, yes. clever segue. Uh, speaking of arrows, uh, the last the last point was penetration. Hey. Hey. I think we all know what she means by that. Yeah, what's she talking about though? What's she talking about? Let's break it down. Abe doing his smooth R and B voice. Maybe pen- y'all penetration. Put y'all penetration. You know what I'm saying? Penetration. <laughs> gotta be able to penetrate, baby. You gotta be able to penetrate. <laughs> Penetrate them walls, though. Oh my God! These four walls could talk. Yes. Lord. Yeah. So, <laughs> basically, saying that she her point was that women want a man that is gonna put it down. Because sometimes women ain't got no act right, and this is a quote from her: "They need a man that's gonna give them some act right," mm, and act that's right. where that comes from. And if you're not the type of person that can sexually please your spouse at some point she's going to lose respect for you and that's like a continuous thing like you have to continually be about that and then she mentioned that um as far as what's faker a black woman wearing weave or a black woman's orgasm she put money on the orgasm that Nine times out of ten, a black woman will fake an orgasm when she's having it. And that's a horrible, horrible thing because basically, you know, you're leaving unsatisfied. The man thinks that he's satisfying you. So now he thinks, oh, well, this is all I really need to do. So now you're really fucked, messed up. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Like just the yeah. manipulation, like since we talking about manipulation, like that's a big issue. Yes. So the main thing is lead, protect, provide, produce, and penetrate. penetrate. So I think I'll be on point. We'll do it. I guess does it? So I guess. No, well, I mean question. I know it does, but I guess like did she did she like did she go deep on that? Pause. Ah. Mm. Oh. Thought he's doing a DR signal. No, I was going to do the, the comedy drum roll. Oh, I thought it was like, Dong. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, well, kind of. She went, she went into it, but she kind of was like, you know, it doesn't take much imagination to understand what she's getting at there. Mm-hmm. Um, and honestly, out of all of those, that's the that's the the red flashing light one that most people are attracted to, and then they pretty much miss the first four, which is actually more important. It's the setup to the last one. Mm. So I want to ask a question. Which ones do you think would be the most important? Like the top three. If I had to go. There's only four of them. No, it's five. No, it's five. Is it five? Yes. Lead, protect, provide, produce, penetrate. Lead, protect, provide, produce, penetrate. Okay, I think I only wrote down four. Lead, protect. Yes. Okay. Yep. Lead, protect, provide, produce, penetrate. All right. If I had to put this in a top three, I would say protect, uh, is number one like a woman has to feel protected because like if she's getting ran over by like your friends and your family or strangers like that's a no-no off mm-hmm. rip um provide for me i think would be number two for them and again we could ask a woman this um and then i think the last one would probably be lead followed by produce and penetrate you don't think sex is up there well on the list? i think penetrate is number t- number three Absolutely. I think I think if you're really holding it down, 
because I think women are so unsatisfied in sex anyway. Because mm. why would they be faking orgasms? I think that women have kind of resigned themselves to like, all right, well, I mean, a nigga ain't doing it like that, but he's taking care of everything else. I think I think women have gone to that mindset. I think they would love that. I think that's like the cherry on top, the icing on the cake. Mm. But I think women, at least in my experience that I've talked to, they've they've been through too many experiences where they get the nigga that can penetrate, but he don't do shit else. And then they're sick of him. I think go the other way too. I don't, I don't know. I mean, shit, I don't, I haven't, I mean, I don't know. I guess I don't know. I don't know if if I, if I've known a woman to just leave their mate because their sex wasn't bad or their sex was bad, but they were providing in in any other situation. I know women that would cheat. Yeah. But I don't know if they would leave. Mm. See what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's mm. the difference. Interesting. Do you think, well, which out of those five, which one would be the worst? That if you didn't have anything in this category, that the other four could make up for? I think provide. I think I agree with them. Yeah, I would say provide. Yeah, because if you because it's, it's well, it's one it's one thing to not be able to provide to to either meet what you're supposed to do as far as the household, but if you're like like causing the downfall of the household, like mm-hmm. I think I think um, on one episode we talking about the eighty twenty rule, and you asked Rez, or you asked Rock Rez, you asked Rock that if she was financially damaging to the relationship, would you leave and mm-hmm. would you fix it? I think. In most cases, I think that's one case where the other stuff doesn't make up for it. Right. Like the sex, regardless of how good it is, doesn't make up for it if you are fucking up financially right. or not able to provide. You know what I mean? She had a bar for that too. She said that, um, so remember when she said that um, men are the head of the house and women are the head of the children. She said for women, when they are with a man that can't provide, they look at the man like a child because now she has to take care of them. And so you automatically lose respect because now you're like, you're my, you're my son. You're not, you're not my spouse. Like you're just another person that I have to take care of. Hmm. So I think when I heard that, the way she said, I was like, dang, like that's, that's real life right there. Hmm. So I, I think provide would probably be, it's what a about toss. You? It's a toss of. I'm leaning towards protect mm. because if a woman doesn't feel safe, even though you're providing, mm-hmm. that's a huge issue. I agree. Yeah, because that came to my top three. You're yeah, right. Because like I feel like protect is a bigger one because even though you may not be providing everything, if you know she's she if, if if she feels safe and she has income that the household is taken care of, but you're leading mm-hmm. and you're doing everything else. Like if if she like somebody doesn't feel safe, like you that that's hard to get past. And then, uh, quick thing for men, I want to get to your top three though. But mm-hmm. quick thing for men, y'all do know y'all can lead and not make the most money. Like y'all can that's still because sometimes I think, I think I think men kind of I appreciate that by the way. Um, mm. I think men sometimes get that confused. Like they think, well, I can only lead if I make the most money, mm-hmm. but. If you make solid decisions that benefit the family, 
it doesn't matter who brings in the most money. Because we all know people that make a lot of money, but they're bad with it. We know a lot of people that, like, they're successful in their own right in one category, but they're not well-rounded. Mm-hmm. And so if the man can 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 overall be a person that's seasoned in a lot of different areas where he can offer guidance and wisdom to his wife, that's really what the woman is looking for. A man that can't teach a woman something is useless. Literally. Mm-hmm. He has no value to her. At all. Yeah. And I think every woman, for the most part, I won't say everyone, I would say a majority of women would agree with the fact that if their man can't teach them, if they're the ones teaching their man every single thing, that gets tiresome. That's whack. Like they they it's just burdensome. Like why 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 would they be with you? They're basically again, you're a child. I'm raising you. I have to teach you everything. And I guess I can sidebar into this, yeah. um, but I do want to get your top three. Uh, let me go ahead and knock this out real quick. Yep. I want to go back to that, too. Uh, mine would be protect. Uh, mm. I feel like leading and providing is very similar to me. Because if I'm leading, I'm also how I'm able to provide. And that then trade. That's what, I mean, that's what I just got done talking about. Yeah, yeah. I, I literally mean, just, <laughs> I just said how many get this confused. I mean, that, 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 I mean, that's. That's why I wanted to go ahead and jump into it. Okay. I do want to go ahead and talk about that part. Right. Because you're right. Just because you're leading, you don't have to be making the most money. Right. And just because you're providing. Don't is, mean you're leading. Uh, I want to get into what yes. that means. Because a lot of people confuse that with just paying for everything. Right. And that that being able to, to be able to support your household is part of it. But. In today's world, that's not economically possible for for eighty percent of the world, men or women, to have a household and have just one house, one person, right? Financially take care of everything, but it's to me anyway. It's rare. I mean, they can it do it. It's just yeah. you have to sacrifice. Like I had a discussion with my wife. I was mm-hmm. like, you know, if she wants to stop working, by all means, she could stop working. However, at that point, my I guess as a as a leader mm-hmm. I would make decisions that we would cut back on certain things so we can I can still support her just off of my one income and allow her to do that mm-hmm. so it's, it's your job as a man to figure out how to make that like you can live off one income it's going to be some be meager yeah it's going to be some meager living but you can do it it's mm-hmm. just you got to lead that situation Okay, but it's hard it's hard it, I that's mean, the shit I would want to do. It ain't some stuff you want to do. Yeah, real Cause, talk. Because then it's like, because then it's like, <clears throat> your wife is gonna want to, or your spouse, right? Yeah. Because we're mm-hmm. just talking about one income. Then your, your spouse is gonna want to have certain stuff and want to want to buy certain stuff yep, and travel that's over. certain places. And if your income doesn't meet those demands, I guess, or those requests, mm-hmm. then you can't do those things. Yep. Like she wants to travel, but shit, we got we got the rent to pay. You know what I mean? Travel to that bus stop. <laughs> travel to that bus stop. Shit, we go to uh, what's what's up? What's what's this new water park they got up here in Grand Prairie? Epic. Sure, why not? It's the last Y'all don't know about that. Y'all don't know about that. I mean, nobody's gonna fact check. It's the last episode. It's the last yeah. episode. We don't care. <laughs> you know, yeah, we, we, not, could just, that, we could just lie. They're not gonna respond. The last episode. That yeah, is true. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like all this shit, it comes short unless you're making a lot of money. Because I know people that make a lot of money mm-hmm. and they're just. Well, I don't I don't know them, but I know there are people that do make a lot of money mm-hmm. to where their lifestyle can support uh, just one income. 
Right. Okay. Or one income could just support their lifestyle. But that's not some shit I would want to do. Like, I wouldn't want to just... If I wouldn't... I wouldn't... If my wife didn't want to work anymore, we could make it. But I know my wife isn't the... She's not the one that just wants... Like, she wants her own money. You know what I mean? Same with my wife. You know what I mean? So, she like she wants to be able to have and do her own stuff. And she she's not the one to be like, just to be like not going to work. And I find a lot of women life. actually get their identity in that. Because they feel like if they stop working and they, and they just stay at home all day, it's like they lose their identity in their marriage. Like, I've heard that a lot. Yeah. Because then it's like you just, you just go to just, what, just taking care of the kids and a house? Which is noble. There's nothing wrong with it. But I mean, yeah, some some women they do they they feel like they would lose their identity of who they were before the marriage to the marriage. Mm-hmm. Some people feel that way now, though. That's true too. Yeah. Mm. Okay. I Deep feel like discussions. this is spinning off. Yeah, this is spinning off. All right. Somebody gets back on track. Right, <laughs> yeah. Go so, ahead. Go back. Right. <laughs> um, I remember having a conversation, but back to the providing part is, I go. Um, one's like, you know, hey, you know, I still want to work, but I don't want to pay any bills. I want to just, my money is just whatever I want to do, and I don't take oh, care yeah. of anything in the household. And he just takes care of everything else. He takes me out, he does everything else. My money's just play money. That's where the leading aspect has to come into play. Mm, because you there's, can, there's relationships like that too. Yeah, there I are. Mean, I mean, they're, they're out there, but as far as being, just having, Somebody throws like, well, no, you're supposed to be the provider. Mm-hmm. I'm not supposed to be doing anything. I'm supposed to just enjoy my money. So it's like, oh, you're saying the woman, yeah, saying that yeah, to it's like man. people using that as a weapon in a relationship or in a marriage. Yeah, but I think that weapon's only is. Uh, I think that weapon is only dangerous if if you don't have the ability to talk them down. Like a woman can say that. And use it as a weapon, but then they're kind of revealing who they are to you. Mm-hmm. And are you even attracted to that type of woman in the first place? Because if not, you wouldn't even have, you wouldn't waste your time from that conversation forward. Mm. See what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. it's almost like they self eliminated themselves. I mean, if you don't have that conversation, you're already married. Then it's too late at that point. I mean, fifty four percent, sixty four percent. What's the what's the going rate right now? <laughs> no. it, don't, it don't take no long. It, ain't, it don't take too long. I did mine for free. Like, <laughs> like nigga, I was in court for fifteen minutes. Nigga, my shit was easy. We had a celebration. Celebration, pop champagne, like, real quick. Okay. I mean, it's not that hard. I'm just saying, you wouldn't be. It wouldn't be abnormal for you to be like, ah, nope. Yeah. I mean, it's, this is America. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but, bet. But um. Okay, cool. So that's your top three. So which one would you think is the least valuable? Oh, least? Even though we're all agreeing this is valuable, but I mean, like, you got your top three, but I feel like you asked us what was the one we would think would be the least important. Mm-hmm. Um, Man, I, I would have to go with sex. <gasps> Clutches pearls. I mean, because like pearls. everything else is, if you're not financially stable, then that's a huge deterrent. You know, if you're if your woman doesn't feel safe with you, mm. that's a huge deterrent. Um, if you're not leading the the family in a better direction, that's a huge deterrent. Like everything else is 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 I wouldn't. 
everything is necessary, but everything else it seems more of a cliffhanger. Mm-hmm. I feel like if you have if if a, if a person is, is everything else is is there, everything else is perfect. And I'm not saying the sex is just terrible. It's just not. It's it, it's just it could be better. You can teach sex. You can teach sex. You can teach mm-hmm. it. I think also for. I think sex is high on the list when you're younger, but then the older you get, you probably don't have as much sex, so it comes like it drops on the list. That's real talk. Mm. You wow. Know what I mean, so because yeah, I was thinking about it, I was thinking about it, I was like, man, sex on sex is high on the list, but then I'm like, okay, well, would how much would my list change from now versus when I'm like 50? Right. You know what I mean? Or 60. Right. You know what I'm saying? See, that's what that's he, he got the blue pills. He moved past blue 30. Pills. Yeah. And now all of a sudden, <laughs> yeah. these things now start to come up. I'm like, I'm thinking now. This is crazy. That nigga turned 31. He's like, you know what I'm saying? Is sex that important? Below friends. Empty nigga? Empty nigga? In his 20s. Nah, what am I? What's going on with this? Oh my gosh. I don't like sex. like aging and dog years. Man, Ugh. that's trash. He's getting yeah. soft in his old age. Pause. <laughs> <Like, laughs> <laughs> I don't like this. But I'm yeah. just saying, when we started, uh, when we started this podcast, it. he was 29 years old, wide-eyed yeah, and bushy-tailed. Wide-eyed and bushy-tailed, man. He's playing tired. three pole sports at one time. Yeah, what's yeah. up with it? Now this nigga walk around in a circle three times before he lay down. <laughs> <laughs> gotta, make, gotta make sure it's the right spot. You know what I'm saying? Gotta make sure it's the right spot. <laughs> But yeah, man, I, I think so. If I'm just being honest, man, the older you get, I'm not saying I'm there now. I'm, I'm, definitely, I'm definitely <laughs> Don't not. tell it yourself. I'm definitely not. But I mean, I just, I just think so. I mean, I think you know when you get up in age, there's there's other stuff that just it's it's it becomes in, more important, like leading and providing and producing. That's yeah. that's important. I think at any age you are. You know yeah. what I mean? So I agree. I think the um, I think the protection thing. Um, Cause I had this discussion with my wife, um, and it came down to protecting her emotionally. So we had a family member that went at my wife in a in a manner that we felt was disrespected, mm-hmm. disrespectful, and I stepped up and said my piece about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll never forget my wife actually was just like, you know, thank you so much for you know, stepping up for me because she has a homegirl who is also going through a similar situation where they were disrespected by a family member. Mm-hmm. And um, they were venting to her and she was talking about how, like, damn, like, like this, I'm, I, it made her appreciate the fact that I stepped up in that moment, right? Yeah. And so I was having a discussion um and I was just telling telling them like, man, it's it's hard because my situation was kind of different because it was it was, um, was a step parent, right? Uh, but I also had it. Your parent, huh? It wasn't it wasn't even like your mom. Right? No, 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 no. It wasn't no. like your side of the family. Was what I'm saying. Right, right, right. No, no. It was a step parent. Yeah. Um, my step parent. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. And so I had to have the discussion. But then I had a situation with my mom. And that one was a little tricky because it's my mom. 
And I'm the one, like, my mom pretty much raised me. And, you know, what she did, it wasn't a big deal, but it was a, a you know, it, it's disrespectful. So she popped up at the crib uh, one time, unannounced completely, right? And it kind of rubbed my wife the wrong way. Mm. And I struggled to address that. I did. I, I genuinely struggled to address that because it's like, ah, oh, you know, it's my mom. You know, she ain't mean nothing about it. Like, it's cool. Right. You know, like, I, I try to... <laughs> try to try smooth things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It didn't work. Try I, try, to get, I try to get out of it. Right. I try to, I try to get out of it. You and got Bob then, and Weave. You're heavyweight now. Yeah, yeah. You can't I, take them hits. I'm a, man. <laughs> <laughs> Those body shots hurt now. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, my feet slow, though. <laughs> but... I tried to talk my way out of it. It didn't really work out. But um, a year and a half later, um, it came up again. Oh. Right? And so I had to have this conversation with my mom that was hella, hella uncomfortable. Like, because she, she had came all the way from California, came to the crib, unannounced. We had no idea she was driving from California to Dallas. That's a, first of all, that's a long drive. So yeah. safety is a... Question. Twenty four so, hours from those who don't know. Yeah, twenty four hours. So I'm 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 upset off of that, but it's also a, another sign of like, well, you're just kind of showing up when you really want to without checking. Like you have no idea what's going on at the house, what we could be doing. Like we may not even be at the house. Like how did you even know we would be home? Yeah, you, wet ass nigga running around the house playing tags. So, yeah. I mean anything. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I missed it. Well, yeah, yeah. What had y'all? What if y'all hadn't been there? That's true. That's what I'm saying. Like she would have drove 24 hours, been dog tired, and nothing. We could have been at the movies. We always at the movies. You know, anything could have been going on. Y'all could have been out of town. Uh, yeah, That's exactly. What I was yeah. Mm. So I had the conversation, and I struggled. I I, I kind of like fumbled my way through it. I put my foot down to a certain extent, but you know, it was kind of because it's my mom, and. I was talking to somebody about why is that so hard, and I think for for men who are um, raised by single women, mm-hmm. that's extremely difficult. That's an extremely difficult conversation. See, to have. Even if it's both parents, that's a difficult conversation. Still, even because it's 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 mom. Yeah. At the end of the day, that's 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 mom. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's, it's, it is different when you're a single parent, though, because this this is the one parent that's that's raised you through everything and held you down in spite of, right, in spite of. So there's like a certain connection there that, of course, you have if you have both parents in the household, but when you only have one, and you maybe seen your mom struggle to kind of provide right, working for you and two all three stuff, jobs, so it's it's just it's different. I I would agree with Rudy on and, that. And then you know you think like well they they just want the best for me like they you know they ain't never gonna do nothing that's gonna hurt me or overstep the boundaries or anything so you know I try to exp- you know explain a lot of stuff away and I was telling this person like this is why it's so difficult because that is mom that's the person that you think is never gonna do anything wrong but then you realize that they're human too and I think that's where the protection is so important because if you do not protect your spouse they will turn on you. They will, they will, that respect level, Facts. that respect level will drop. Uh, you ever want to use a word, but don't know if you can say it confidently so you don't use it? All, that all just time. happened to me. All what? the time. What was it? Expeditiously? No, I was going to say the, re- <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say the respect would drop precipitously, but I couldn't say it confidently. So I was like, it, ah. dropped, it drops fast. It drops yeah, fast. it drops quick. <laughs> That's what I meant to say. <laughs> 
But but the thing is, like, you lose so much in that one that one category, right? So it could be a friend, it could be a family member. It's harder when it's a family member, but like it could be a friend. And if you do not defend the spouse in that moment, that compromises the leadership. Mm-hmm. That compromises uh, the respect level, and in a sense, it kind of compromises you you producing. It 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 bleeds into a lot of different areas. Yeah, it does, and it causes a lot of problems. And the the, the biggest issue, my dad taught me this, son. I have to go to sleep with my wife. I have to live there. Mm-hmm. So there's there's only certain things that I can do in that situation, and I gotta respect that. Right. And then the same thing for me is like I live with my spouse, so. I have to protect her because if I don't protect her, it's open season. Like, could you imagine if you had like Jay picture yourself um, like you're talking to a woman. Mm -hmm. You take her to Shreveport. Mm -hmm. Your mom starts shitting on her. Right. (sighs) Yeah. And you give her the pass. So you don't say nothing. Well, now it's open season and your girl or potential, you know, whatever. Mm hmm. There's no wall to protect her from the family because she doesn't have the credibility to stand up to the family because yeah. she's a newbie. Yes, yeah. And then you're the only line of protection and you're just a bystander. Yep. So she has no bodyguard. She's li- it's almost like sending her into a minefield every time you guys are around family. She don't know where the bomb's at and nobody's guiding her. Nobody's going to help her out. Like, she's just stuck. Yep. And any conversation could be the landmine. That is facts. Ugh. Yeah. That's fa- and something like tech, like once you break that, that shit takes so long to, to get back. And yeah. Day. That actually was my, uh, one of my questions because with y'all being married, with one of those issues being, we can stick with the protecting, like once that issue has been, it happened, where they don't feel safe anymore, how do you repair it to get the respect, to get the trust it's, back? It's almost like another situation has to come up so you can... Prove your point. Mm, bars. That's, that's, that's kind of like what has to happen. That's like, true. So like if a situation never comes, it's like you just bounced out. Yeah. It, it, it would seem like that. But yeah, that's how I feel. It's like I'll I'll make the analogy like this. I like I love basketball. Mm-hmm. Steph Curry is a perfect example of this situation. Steph Curry won a championship against an injured Cavaliers team. The next year, he becomes like the man in basketball, but then he blows a 3-1 lead, right? So now, in order to get back the respect that he lost in that 3-1 lead, he needs to lead his team to a championship. But now he has Kevin Durant. So now when he wins the championship, he didn't really prove anything. Hmm. So the opportunity to lead never came up again. That's what Ave is talking about. You, You don't defend the spouse, Right mm-hmm. now, you have to pray for an opportunity for something else to give you an opportunity to lead again. And it's crazy because, like, you don't want the friction, but you right. need the friction. You to need prove it to happen. To your... it, it's like you're literally praying for a bomb to go off. <laughs> <laughs> it's nuts. Baby, that baby is, step on this goddamn landmine. Nuts. <laughs> yes. That's. that's Oh my god! It's a precarious. I just have a headache. (laughs) It's a precarious position to be in. Yeah, man, it's crazy. It's bad. It is bad. So yeah, 
that's probably the most. Now that we're talking it out, whatever that one was, that's the most important one. Protection, that's yeah. the most. That was my number. One. I think that was my number one. I feel like that was my number one. Yeah, but definitely for sure, yeah. for sure, definitely. Anyway, man, um, we got any more? You want to get out of that? I I don't. What do you guys think? Let's see. Nah, we went through them pretty. We went through protect pretty thoroughly. Went oh, through leading. I, I got one. Okay. Which one do you think you could improve in the most out of those five? Because I know you on the scene, you know, doing your mm. thing. For me, it would be uh, producing. Because I feel like I have a lot of idle time where I could be improving and working myself more than what I am now. So for me, it would be that. Um, leading, I think I'll be pretty strong at. Everything else, I think I'll be pretty good at. Just uh, the producing part will be my biggest weakness. Mm. I think mine would be protecting, um, but ironically, see, so you waiting for that landmine to go off? Well, hmm. I <laughs> I think I am the landmine. Shit, you think you are? So you have to protect it from yourself, right? Shit, I think I'm the landmine. So that's mm. that's the thing I think because I've been trying to do the self evaluation thing today. Um, that's deep. Yeah, you gotta protect yeah, somebody from yeah. yourself. You see what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, tell me more. I need I need to hear more about about this. Well, okay, so I've been doing this whole self evaluation thing um, because I want to improve my marriage, right? Mm-hmm. And I've noticed that, like everybody, like human beings, you spend enough time with each other, there's gonna be conflict. You know what I'm saying? What's the, what's the saying? Uh, familiarity breeds conflict. Sounds yeah. good. Yeah, sounds good enough. It was a bar, right? It was a bar. If it, if it, if it wasn't. It's it's one now. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Res 2019. <laughs> but um, you know, we've had ups and downs too. And, you know, slowly but surely I'm starting to realize that, you know, I'm contributing more to that than I would care to. And so now I need to to really start to hone in on, okay, well, how can I avoid how can I avoid us getting into an argument? How am I pouring because it's not just that we have a spark. It's like we'll have a spark. So like an uh, argument will pop up. It's just a spark. Mm-hmm. But I will go grab. I will go to the gas station, fill it up, come back to the spark, pour gasoline on it, and then watch it burn. Mm. And then look at the flames in the sky like like a proud father, <laughs> like, <laughs> like a proud arsonist, like a proud arsonist. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, look what I created. <laughs> look like the Joker. Everything burns. Everything burns. <laughs> it's not about money. It's about sending a message. <laughs> so, um, you know, again, transparency. I, I, I love this podcast about transparency. I feel like this place. This is one of the places I could be the most transparent. Out of any place in my life. Well, it was for sure. It was this place. Yeah, oh, this, this last, is our last episode. episode. This last yeah, episode. Yeah, 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 you're right. You're right. So, um, damn. I gotta find another spot. Yeah, you gotta <laughs> find another spot. Right? <laughs> I mean, there's a nice couch I can lay on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, uh, you want to talk about arsony? Huh? <laughs> um, don't don't put me in jail. Um, I'm a debater, and I love the art of debate, and Sometimes your greatest strength is your greatest weakness. I'm very good at it, but I'm very good at it. So, like, if me and my my wife get into it about something, I go into debate mode because all I watch is debates. Yeah, yeah. I watch presidential debates. 
I watch ESPN first take. I watch Undisputed. I I, I listen to talk shows all day. Yeah, you can't. You, you know, you there's a do that one. there's an art to it, and it's actually really enjoyable when you get to the nuance of you know what I'm saying. Yeah, but if you're the only person debating, that's the problem. Oh yeah, or you know? even debate with your spouse yeah there's no fun there's no fun in debating somebody who's not going to debate back like that's boring yeah you know what i'm saying so they're, they're good for <laughs> so like, you're pouring gasoline and you're bored watching it yes well yeah you, <laughs> it's like everything lights up on fire and then you're just kind of looking at it like di- with disappointment right it's kind of like a firecracker like you light it up and then you think it's the big pow because that's what it says and it just goes pew. right that's it mm, yeah Damn, that was it that was barely worth the yeah the 25 dollars you spent on it yeah like you know what i'm saying so uh, I think I'm the landmine, getting back to the point. And so I have to work on protecting my wife from me. And that's an interesting place to be. Um, Damn. I don't know. I don't know how many times people think about it like that. Because, you know, we always like to think like, oh, well, I'm the man. Like, I'm protecting her from all these outside forces. No, nigga, you could be the force. Mm, damn. You know what I'm saying? You could be you could be the hurricane that knocks the house down. And so um, it's a learning lesson for me. And I think that's the one that I have the most opportunity to grow in. And so it's weird because I feel like as men, we have a responsibility to learn more so we can lead. Because we said earlier, like, you know, a man that can't teach a woman anything is useless. Right. Mm. So. I try to read all these things and learn all these things so I'm equipped so that when the moment comes up, I can actually produce in that moment. I can actually give her the guidance that she needs. But now I'm trying to learn to give myself the guidance to know that battle's not worth engaging in. Let that one slide. How was that for you like as like a... It sucks. Like, and once you realized it, like how, how was that? Like when you realize like shit i'm the i'm the bomb, bomb. i guess yeah. yeah um it's um i want to say it's poetic it kind of makes a lot of sense because um if you think about it from just a sense of well from a spiritual sense i guess satan is about killing and destroying so what better irony than let the thing the one that's supposed to be the leader destroy the house right. that he's supposed to protect. Like, how ironic is that? Right. Yeah, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. So uh, it's like it's almost like a, what's that story with the Trojan horse where the Trojan horse enters the gates and there's a celebration. But inside the horse is all these men that are waiting for them to get drunk so they can slaughter all them. Mm. So the thing that they're celebrating as, hey, this is a symbol of our victory is actually the thing that's going to crush you. Right. Yeah. Um, I think that's kind of ironic and poetic and. I was like, okay, well, now I got to play my role. And sometimes winning in life is about knowing what game you're playing at the moment that you're playing it. So as long as you know the rules of the game, it's cool. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, cool. Well, I'm the enemy. Cool. That's the game we're playing. I'm the enemy. All right. Now that I know I'm the enemy, what can I do? What moves can I make to prevent myself from accomplishing the goal? Right. And that's the new game. Damn. That's deep. I didn't go too far, did I? Nah, man. That was deep as hell. Shit. Wow. But see, you know what's frustrating? Hmm. I'll say some deep shit like this, 
right? Mm-hmm. And then I get hit with, "Nigga, you think you know everything, motherfucker?" Well, it's different when it's when it's when it's self evaluation. Like everything you just said now was deep, but it was just about yourself. Like it was a self realization that you had. Yeah. So, I mean, if if there's anything that you feel like you should know somewhat about, is something that you need to work on. So I don't think that's I don't think that's an issue. Yeah, but if I say it like that, then it's just like, nigga, why are you trying to sound all deep? You don't know everything, nigga. <laughs> I mean, depending on who you're talking to, perhaps, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, um, no, I think I think that's I think that was I think that's profound that you that you realize that that's hard, especially for some people, especially for men, where you feel like you should be a certain way in a relationship, mm. especially a marriage, mm. and, and and you realize that you're not that, but you can actually be the the downfall. Mm-hmm. Of that, that's that's real, bro. I can't lie. Hmm. Yeah, nigga, you Jr. Smith. <laughs> yeah, mm. yeah, you dribbling the ball back. That's crazy, dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> Dang it, I'm supposed to stop. All right, what, um, what about you? What's your what do you think's your biggest? Probably. Damn, now I'm, I'm getting them confused because I feel like providing and producing are the same thing. No, providing is you bring the check to the table. Producing is something outside of the check. Like you're being active, like you're you're doing something to either create a legacy for the family or you're doing something that um will benefit either the community, your family, or yourself. Okay. Well Th- that's I'll, an easy way to say. I got you. So I I would say uh I would say producing, you know, because I think I think we're getting to this point now in our marriage where we you know, we have to start thinking outside we've already been thinking about out we've already been thinking outside of us mm-hmm. right me and my wife but i think we're getting to the point now to where like we really should start i guess or me i'm gonna talk about me i should start i guess having stuff in play for my daughter like maybe putting money back for her and mm-hmm. like getting her situated and all that stuff so i think that's one thing that I need to work on for sure. I know in the past, I know in the past, shit, it's my weakness has been, um, what was the other P? Oh, uh, you got I, penetrate. Penetrate. Penetration. Yeah. Penetration. Yeah, right. man. Um, no, provide. <coughs> provide. Because there was, there was a, there was a, you know, at one point in our relationship, like, I wouldn't work and then I would find a job and then, I get laid off. And so it was like a lot of, I guess, the household stuff would be on her. You know mm. what I mean? And that's stressful, you know, for both parties involved because, right. you know, you as a man, you feel like you should be bringing in a check and providing for your wife. But then your wife is like, well, she has it, but then she doesn't want to have it herself. Right. Which, you know, she shouldn't. So, you know, that was stressful in itself. But um, I've gone through that. You know what I mean? That's just not fun. But I mean, at this point in time, probably producing because I feel like, now that I have, now that I'm in a position where providing isn't as much, it's not a hassle, I feel like I should be expounding into other areas, which I feel like I am, but I feel like I can do it more. Well, let me ask you, because um, somebody might be in that situation, what would you say to the to the man who is in that position where they feel like they're not providing and their spouse is actually holding down the fort? Like, how do you mentally... And emotionally get through that. Well, are they, or do they just feel it? Say they are. They're say, in there. 
they're in a situation where, like they don't have the job they don't have a job their wife is working or their girlfriend is working and they're just not able to do that right now that's tough that's tough mentally that's tough mentally because it's like it's like everything that you you grown up to know it's like you can't this this is something that you can't do now you know what i mean it's like it's it you put a pause on everything and it could it could not even be your fault like you can get laid off and shit you just don't have money coming in you know what i mean so mentally i would say i would say talk it out with somebody that's what I had to do. Like, if I was, because I would, I would, like, fall into, like, I'm going to say a deep sadness. Because I feel like depression is a strong word. So, I'm going to say a deep sadness to where, like, it starts affecting different parts of your life. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. To where, like, you can't really just, you can't make decisions effectively and all that stuff. So, I would say, one, talk it out. And two, I mean, try to get out of the situation as soon as possible. Because it's like, you... Your wife or your girlfriend or whatever, she, it can cause friction. It can cause a lot of friction. And if you don't want that friction, then you got to try to get out of that space as, as quickly as you possibly can, you know, or at least make an effort to. Like, if she sees there's an effort of you at least trying or try to bring in some type of money, some type of anything, right? Whether you got it, because there's, there's a lot of ways you can make money now. I mean, you can Uber, you can do a whole bunch of shit. So it's like, if there's effort there and you trying to provide, I think that would be enough, at least in the short term, for her to be like, okay, he's at least trying. But if you're if you're not trying, like that's that's a red flag, because mm-hmm. you'll have some people that lose their job and then just sit on it, right? Like there's right. Like, like nothing's coming in, like you can't bring nothing in, like mm-hmm. nothing you can't bring. Two hundred dollars in, three hundred dollars in. So, I mean, it's it's a tough spot to be in, dude. It is, it is, especially when you're the man. Like that shit, that shit is tough. But would you say long term? It after you get out of it, it helps strengthen the union or partnership because you know that person truly has your back. <sighs> after you know, because they see you at at your worst. It could. And you got to think, too, like, when shit, shit can be bad. It can be bad when you're in it, but then when you're out of it, that shit doesn't look as bad. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But, so let's, like, let's just say, for example, you know, you don't, you don't have a job, and your spouse, whatever, is like, I'm sitting here, I'm doing this, I'm doing this, I'm, I'm taking care of the household and all that stuff, stuff, stuff. And you're like, yeah, but shit, like, I'm trying, shit, I'm trying to get it together. But then, like, you get out of it, and y'all are good now. You know, y'all might look back on it, or your spouse may look back on it and be like, man, like, that wasn't really, like, a bad time, but, shit, you thinking, like, shit, what you but mean? I was <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, was, you was in my head, like, what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> yo, yo, you ever be in that situation where your wife conveniently forgets how much hell she puts you yeah, through? Yeah, it's like, what are you talking about? You tripping. <laughs> like, I don't never think they really hitting you. Like, no, nigga, you hit me. Hey, no, when, you, when you out of something, it looks way different than when you in, in that shit. moment. Yeah, yeah, it definitely is. But I, it definitely does. It definitely does on both sides. I mean, because of course, you know, you you feel the spouse that doesn't have a job. You feel as if your 
counterpart will be able to hold you down. Right. You know what I mean? Which is good because that builds trust, that builds love there and all that stuff. But even from the other person's side, it's like you realize that you're willing to stick through the, with them through something else that some people may leave right. the relationship for. So, right. Yeah, I think it definitely does build a strength there or build a bond there for sure. But thank you. That was deep. Mm-hmm. Was it? But yeah. just going through that shit. Yeah, I, 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 felt, I felt the emotion coming out of you. Yeah. That's real. That's real. Not being able to provide is is real. And I think it's it's more of a struggle for the guy than it's a more it's more of a struggle for the guy than a woman thinks that it is. Mm, man, because that ego is bruised. Yeah. Every so day. like yeah. So like your your wife or whatever may think that you're going through a bad time, but she doesn't really know how bad it is for you right, right. outside looking in because right. there's so there's so many factors like like you said ego and you know responsibility that you're just supposed to have as a man like all this shit takes like, all yeah. this shit comes into play but she just see it as you're sad because you don't have a job but you see it as like damn i have a whole household i gotta take care of i got this i got this and mm-hmm. it's like how i'm not i'm not in it's a like position going to do against it. your own nature mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not in a position to do it so yeah, and then she come on. How come these dishes ain't clean? Oh, you ain't cook. Like, what? Damn, I mean, look at that job. Nigga, nigga, you ain't see I'm playing 2K yeah, and eating pizza. Yeah, you didn't see me online. Shit. <laughs> right, shit. You see me online all day. On. Shit, nigga, my record 214 oh, and 20. Man. Yeah, man, that's that's yeah, that's that's interesting. But yeah, so that's mm. what it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? Why is everybody? Anybody got anything else? No, I just think this is like. I think we went out with a bang. It, it, this was a good show. To I think on we on. did, man. Yeah. You know, we should give ourselves a round of applause. Yeah, a round of applause yeah, for the last episode. episode. Yeah. Last episode. Check that side. You know, y'all niggas gonna miss us, right? I think they are. Yeah. Yeah. That's all right. Yeah, I think they are. They gonna miss us. Yeah. We had a good run. We did have a good run. We had a great run. Yeah. 80 episodes, a good solid number to go off on. Yeah. Season finales, you know, normally come around episode 10 for some of these podcasts. Yes. <laughs> but, you know, <laughs> <laughs> not talk about anybody. We went eight times as long. Damn. Hell yeah. Man, we didn't even give up what scenario, what's the scenarios on the way out. Man. Like, our budget, we didn't give up. Our budget spent, dog. Budget like, is no, spent. Everything she must go. Yeah. Sure, the, the scenario is the season finale, and the, and the song is playing right now. What song would you play for the season finale? Oh, Bop this one. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Don't worry. We did it for you. <laughs> Oh man, shit! All right, let's get the hell out of here, man. Um, hit us up, I guess. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, just text us, y'all, or just text us if you got our number or DM us if we have our personal accounts. Also, check out our merch. We have a uh, liquidation. Everything must go sell on our t-shirts, our hoodies, mm-hmm. our Tyler t-shirts, our mugs, our tote bags, all that shit. Yeah, it's a hundred degrees outside. Hoodies are ninety-nine percent off. Ninety-nine percent <laughs> off, maybe. Possibly. Possibly. We need some money. Check the website. <laughs> yeah. The if price is on the website, I promise. If, it, if it's still up. <laughs> right. If it's, <laughs> if it's still up, right, we need to shut that bitch down. Bitch. Server unavailable. Right. <laughs> this page cannot be found. Uh, looking at this. Uh, yeah. Bit.ly forward slash SBTL store. You'll find all of our shit. That's nothing else. King Gabe signing off for the last time. This is J Rock. It's been a good time with y'all. 
It's a pleasure. Salutations, Young Rez. Between the lines, we out of here. We should disappear for a week just to fuck with <laughs> <laughs> Y'all niggas going for real? Like, y'all for real go? Why the people who didn't get to end up, so I was like, is this really it? Yeah, like, this is it? Oh, shit. That was sick.